Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In our texts for today, we may have a hard hard time finding some encouragement and some comfort. There's a lot of things in there from Jeremiah about backsliding and and not knowing the God that has saved you, that you have people telling you peace, peace when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed. They did not know how to blush. Pretty harsh. But then there's St. Paul in 1 Corinthians talking about the spiritual gifts that we, that we have been granted. And he's saying this as encouragement, but also as some admonishment because they're not doing what they should with the gifts that they've been granted. And then Jesus weeps over Jerusalem. And he says, would that you, especially you, had known on this day the things that make for peace. But now they are hidden from your eyes, for the days will come upon you when, when, uh, when, when, excuse me, Your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another that is in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. What are we to do with these texts? Where are we to find comfort in these texts? Maybe we're not supposed to find comfort in those texts. We are supposed to heed them and be reminded of something. Because St. Paul tells us in Romans that um, whatever was written down for us was chronicled for our, for our good to learn from what, came, uh, from what came before us. That in these things we should heed the warning that we should examine ourselves and say, is there something that I need to change in my life? Is there some way that I have wasted my gifts? Is there some way that I have been completely or even partly selfish in how I live my life? Because to have Jesus weep because you did not know him is a very sad thing indeed. To have Jesus weep that you did not trust him, that you did not know what he gives, is truly 
a pitiable thing. So we should know that if there is a place where we have fallen, our God will save us when we call to him in faith. Christ does come to us with his gifts, but those gifts are not for our own good, but for the gifts of but for the gifts of those that he has given to us, those around us, and only for his, for his glory. Today is the day of, of, of salvation. That in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, uh, the writer of Hebrews, whom I like to think is St. Paul, uh, he says... Uh, he says, but exhort one another every day as long, it is, as long as it is called today that none of you may be hardened by, by the deceitfulness of sin. So we have this confidence today and forever that Christ comes to us, that he gives us his gifts and that those gifts are for the good of those that he has also given to us. Christ comes to us here and now in his word. He came to you at first in, 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 in your baptism. And every day that you keep that in mind, he comes to you. He sanctifies you and all that he has gifted you with in your body. He makes it holy for the service toward others. He sets you apart to do good, to do good works, which are, which are, which are, the evidence of your faith and your trusts, and, and your trusts, in Him. Excuse me. To use our gifts for ourselves only is a sin because is, is a sin against God because those gifts are to be used for the sake of, of those that are around us. And often, maybe like the Corinthians, we forget where those gifts come from. Sometimes we get a little too self-involved and say that we are God's gift to ourselves, I don't know, or we are just a gift by itself with no purpose except for our own pleasures. But brothers and sisters in Christ, this cannot be so. If we are Christians, we love others because Christ has first, has first loved us. Corinth and, and, uh, the people, and the people of Jerusalem at the time of Christ have these words spoken to them because they have fallen. And in a very real sense, we all have fallen because of sin. We fall every day. So every day we need God's grace. Every day we need to cry to him and say, Lord, save me. And wait upon him that he will. For his promises are sure. He will do what he has promised. So Corinth and those in, in and those and those from Jerusalem serve as a warning for us that we should be mindful 
of all the things that we say and do. And when we know that we have fallen short to ask for God's grace. Because the people of old faced consequences that were very grave for their sins, for their selfishness. And they are a warning for us that that fate will come upon us if we do not turn by God's grace and do as he has called us to do, to be those that he has called us to be as his children. So if you have acted, if you have acted, if you have acted selfishly in this way, remember, well, usually I, I, I really only talk about the readings, but today I'm going to point you to the introit. So if you would pull those out and take a peek at them real quick. I know I don't usually do this. I'm going off script a little bit here, but pick, pick those up and call to mind what it is that you are saying in those words. Read them and take them to heart. Digest them. Make them yours. For the Psalms were granted to us that we would pray them, that we would learn how to pray. So if you have acted selfishly in terms of your gifts, say to God, I call to God and he hears my voice. He redeems my soul in safety. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not yourself from my pleas for mercy. My heart, my heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen upon me. Fear and trembling come upon me and horror overwhelms me. But I call to God and the Lord will save me. I pray that these would be your words. Because we as Christians, we have really, we only have words. And we only have God's word to speak to this world that is selfish and corrupt. And sometimes we fall prey to that selfishness and that and and that, and that corruption. So when we fail, as we are going to fail, call out to God. He hears your voice. He, he, he redeems your soul in safety. Cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. We fail and we are going to continue to fail. But our Lord grants us grace. That is, not, that is not the excuse to sin, but we are fallen and we fail. So we turn to God. We call to God and Christ saves us. He grants us his blood that covers our sins. He calls us to be new creations, not because of, we, not because of our greatness, but because of his that he is able to save us and pull us out of that darkness and that depth of sin. And he sets us on that level path for us to walk. And he does not tell us to walk by ourselves, but he follows, he leads us the, so that we should follow. 
and he shows us the way that we shall go so that you would cease from selfishness and strive not according to your will, but according to his, according to his grace to serve others as you have, as you have, as you have been served by him. So as we go forward today, remember that God is here. He is all around us all, all the time, but especially he promises to be in this place right now, that you can go to his house and he will be there and he will feed you and he will tell you all the great things that he has done for you so that you would take heart and know that he loves you. So instead of having someone through through, through this world say, peace, peace, when there is no peace, you would come here and know that there is peace, that in him there is peace, in his body and his blood there is peace, so that you would take heart and trust in him. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.